0: Welcome to a special Saturday edition for the Out of Bounds podcast, Out of Bounds with a Z. Make sure to check us out on all your uh, streaming platforms and check us out on Facebook at the Out of Bounds page. I today am joined. We have a four man pod because it is the day before the NFL season kicks off officially on Sunday, even though Thursday night happened. And I have today, most of the time, Marcus Wilson joining us back. Say hello, Marcus. What's up, Lokes? A, a ghost from the past, Mr. Caleb Galleon.
1: Hey, hey, what's going on, everybody?
0: And our newcomer that was just <laughs> on the last pod, but we're so thankful to have back, Mr. Sean Lawler. How are you, sir? Pretty good. How are you about you? Uh, I'm doing fantastic. We we were planning on doing a PIX pod, which we were going to get to, but then the world happened, and we had breaking news all through <laughs> the NFL. Um, the first thing we want to talk about is... New Orleans Saints are not trading running back Alvin Kamara because they just signed him to a five-year 75 million dollar contract extension with 34 and a third million dollars guaranteed. Let's go let's go around the horn. Marcus, what's your take on it? Do you like this deal? Do you love it? Um, I love it actually, because
2: as you know, yesterday I actually signed Alvin Kamara in my um, franchise yesterday as well for a five year for a five year eighty million dollar deal actually. So.
0: Nobody cares about your Madden franchise?
2: (laughs) You just sound like a hater, bro. (laughs) (laughs) But, of course, you really just sound like a hater. But, yeah, I love the deal. I love the deal. And especially because of the duality you get out of Alvin Kamara, not only is he an effective running back, but you can also put him in a slot receiver position. And he has good hands and great um, foot speed. And also, he is durable when it comes... He's not the he's not like the most durable list, but he can take a beating and he has some longevity. So if it ain't broke, don't
0: fix it. Yeah. Caleb, what's your what's your thoughts on the extension?
1: Um, I think it's a great move for New Orleans, especially considering that uh, there were points last year where Drew B- Drew Brees looked like he was getting old. And if you're planning on trending more towards to a uh, running offense post Drew Brees. Uh, getting Alvin Kamara locked up for the future Is a great move I think he's a great running back And I just, I love it for them
3: Sean I, I agree with all of you guys I think this is a great pick And especially Caleb brought up Drew Brees If he gets injured, you got Jameis Winston And you need a good running back with Jameis Winston This will be his best running back ever
0: That's a good point Also, if they do decide to go with Taysom Hill That also creates where he's not necessarily the best downfield thrower. So somebody come out of the backfield. I'm going to have to go against you guys. I'm not crazy about this deal. Number one, Sean and I, you and I talked earlier this week about the money that the Rams and the Saints apparently have in some bank vault in Switzerland that nobody else is allowed to know about. I understand that this is going to be spread out over five years. It's an average of $15 million a year for a running back. In 2020 in the NFL, I'm just not sure if that's it. As great as Kamara has been, as much of a dual threat receiving and running the ball. He has been nicked up the last two years. Last year, he missed a couple games, but he has been relatively healthy other than that. He's maybe the most versatile back in football. I don't think there's really a an argument to be made. I mean, he, um, he's, he's the cast, top three. The cast. That's what I'm saying. He's at least top three. So if McCaffrey signed a big extension, it <laughs> makes sense. Mark sign a big extension. I just think the money's a little too high. I would feel better if maybe that was a five year, $65 million deal and closer to $30 million in guarantees. But again, that's maybe just picking nits. So it's. Uh, give me a letter grade. Marcus, what's your letter grade for the deal? <laughs>
2: I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, it's kind of a give me grade. Like, I you had to give it an A. It wasn't like granted, how much was guaranteed again? Can you repeat the number for me? 30,
0: 34 and a third million.
2: 34, so less than 35? Okay, I'll still give it an A.
1: Okay. Caleb, what do you give the letter grade? Yeah, I give it an A as well. I just I think it was a good move by the Saints, and I think it's going to pay dividends for them. Okay.
2: Joe, can I ask you like this for a quick second? How okay. would the Saints look? How would the Saints look if they didn't make this deal? How 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 does that same team look without Kamara? Considering Drew Brees being old and all those other and all the other factors,
0: it's gonna make them look like they've made really bad decisions in the past with salary cap, which is exactly who they are today. Just now they have a, a player that everybody knows on the roster for five more years.
2: Or I, I don't or worse comes to worse, a viable trade asset as well.
0: Down the line. Yeah, that's that. that, Absolutely. I mean, especially players seem to be more on the move now than they have been before. So that makes sense. Sean, what's your letter?
3: I think this an A, and I think uh, Marcus brings up a good point. He is a good trade piece. If Drew Brees looks really old and they need to get some draft picks to get a quarterback like Trevor Lawrence, um, they've got Alvin Kamara to trade.
0: Yeah, I'm going to downgrade a little bit. I'm going to give it a B minus. I still think it's a good deal. I just wish it had been a little bit better from the Saints perspective. I mean, I'm always for players getting their money. So obviously, Kamara had him over a barrel because his agent's telling the Saints the same things you guys are. Hey, you have an old quarterback, you have an offense that's explosive, and I'm part of that offense. So if you want to keep it together, pass Drew Brees, give me my money.
2: But you can't get mad that's... because like every everything he said is not wrong. It's like you can't. Oh no, I, I I I understand why you're getting the pushback, but I would, But it's not like it was a fleecing of the deal. It's not like he got overpaid. I think he got adequately paid for the talent that he is and what he deserves. I mean, of course that of course whenever you're looking at an organization, wishes they can always save money on the back end for other star players, especially hopefully hoping that they would take a discount. But um, I can't get mad at someone for trying to get their money.
0: No, not at all. And he's only 25, so by the end of this deal, if he plays all five years, he's at that dreaded age for running backs, 30 years old. Speaking of 25-year-old running backs, another deal came down today. The Minnesota Vikings and Dalvin Cook agreed to a five-year extension worth $63 million. (sighs) I like this deal a little bit more, even though I think he's a little bit less of a player. How much guarantee? uh, That has not (laughs) been reported yet. The, the I have not seen the guarantees yet On the Dalvin Cook deal That's, I want to uh, say I thought I saw something Maybe about 28 million dollars Was the maybe first number I saw But Yeah let me Let me check that real quick Well, I'm looking that up We'll start with Sean this time Sean what do you think of this deal for Cook and the Vikings
3: Do you remember how old Cook is? Is he younger he's than 20, He's 25 years old oh, same also age. See yeah. Maybe, he he, yeah, he's got durability issues bigger than Camara. So I think this deal is, be- like, it's roughly the same as the Camara deal if you look at it because of Dalvin Cook's injury history. So I think Minnesota did a good job. He did a good job locking himself up with some money. So in this day and age, I think it's a good deal for both sides. Uh, before you go,
0: Tom Palisaro. Uh, announced the deal and he said a little over twenty-eight million dollars in guarantees. So, yeah, it's like yeah, he if said you said, it, it it it's a is six dollars
2: difference in guarantee between that and Alvin. Yeah,
0: yes. which 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 makes sense. That's that's about okay. right.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So,
0: Mark, I, I Marcus, what so do you far. think?
2: I mean, I like it. Like, I think it's a good deal. He's an explosive player. Um, like I said, the only thing that makes me worried is about his injury history, but like other than that, I mean, go for it. We'll send it, I guess. I really don't have much to, I don't. I, I'm, I'm just not as interested as I am. I don't think it's just that big of a deal. I, I think the Al Camara extension is a little bit more exciting than the
1: Vikings signing. Yeah. Caleb, what do you think? I, um, I think it's a good deal for Minnesota, especially considering that you have Kirk Cousins, and you definitely need a reliable running game with him as your uh, quarterback. So, uh, I think it's a really good deal for them, but I'm I'm kind of with Marcus on this one. I don't I'm I don't think it's as big of a deal as the Camara thing cuz I don't think he's as good of a player. But right. But I, I agree that it, I think it's good for Minnesota because they're they are you have got to have something there.
2: But like if, if we're just comparing, if we're just like looking at them both like in a like in a like in a vacuum, that I'm paying how much is the, how much is the total deal? How much yeah, is the total deal number?
0: It was 63 million million for 5 years. Okay, and how much is the Camara? It was five years, seventy-five million. So it's about two point. Uh, if you figure that if if that was all guaranteed money, it's two point four million dollars a year difference. Okay, but oh. two point
2: four more. But but yeah, but you can get, but you can get a lot more. Uh, you can utilize Kamara a lot more than you would be able to use Dalvin Cook. So I mean, like, there it goes. I just I don't think it's that big of a deal. I, I, it's a good signing. It's a, something that it's a step in the right direction. But like, I don't think it's like, oh my God, like. Watch out, for Watch out for the Vikings this season.
0: I am going to disagree a little bit. I really like the Cook signing. If Again, health is always an issue if he stays healthy. Last year, he had 1,135 yards rushing and 17 touchdowns. He had the second most yards from scrimmage per game, and he led the league by averaging 11.3 yards after the catch. So he gets down the field. Maybe not as explosive as Camara, but he definitely can get down the field once he has the ball in his hands. So he's a guy, if Minnesota expects to do big things, which I, I think a lot of people are expecting them to compete in the NFC North and the NFC in general, Cook is going to be the guy that helps carry them there. And Minnesota plays really well off the play action. So lock up Cook. If Cousins is your quarterback, obviously they traded digs in the offseason. But with Thielen and their offensive weapons, they need a running back to carry the ball and to catch the ball in the backfield. And I think Cook does that really well. I think it's a, a I don't want to say a better deal, because I do think you are getting right now the lesser of, of two players. But I kind of like Cook's future a little bit more than I like Camara's. Wow. So if, I, if you're giving you him, you. do you ask why?
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm just I, asking I think, why, because if you ask me, I would say that um, Kamara is a more, like, more talented player than Cook is.
0: And, and that's fine. But I also think Cook can run the ball better than Camara can. And I think when it comes to catching, where Camara might be able to get down the field faster, I think Cook can catch the ball and then get down the field. So we're kind of splitting hairs here. I'm not saying that like one's an all pro and one's a scrub. I think you have two really good young running backs. I just me personally, I like Cook's future a little bit more than I like Camara's. And you're getting him at a cheaper deal. So uh, let's let's give letter grades. I'll, I'll start since I went last last time. Dalvin Cook signing from Minnesota. I'm going to give it a B+. Plus. I still think it's kind of crazy to pay running backs $12 million a year, but that's the way that they want to do it. But like I said, I like to deal a little bit more just because you're paying him less, and I think you're going to get close to the same production. And I just think he's a little bit better runner of the ball. So I'm going to give it a B B+. Uh, Marcus, what about you?
2: I'll give it a B. Okay.
0: Like I said,
2: like I, the injury history is the only thing that really makes me a little more skittish about it. But yeah, it's good.
3: Okay. Uh, Sean. Uh, yeah, I think it's a B for Minnesota and an A for Cal- uh, Dalvin Cook because he's getting paid yeah. when <laughs> he has that injury history. So I think they got it. They're paying overpaying a little potentially, but if he pans out, they underpaid. So it's a
1: fifty-fifty. Okay, and Caleb. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a B as well. I uh, I really like Dalvin Cook. I just, I don't know, man. I just Minnesota, <laughs> Minnesota scares me, man. Uh, like, Minnesota has bigger issues
2: than Dalvin Cook.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that paying t- um, that much money to a running back right now as Minnesota is your best look. So. Like I, you know, I might give this like a B minus because I think you could allocate that money somewhere else and be much better off. Honestly. You mean like a wide receiver like seven <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like whenever, uh, whenever people are stacking the box yo, against Dalvin Cook, and you're thinking that yo, Adam Ar- Thielen Ar- is gonna blow the top off of a defense, like I don't. Uh, oh boy. Yo,
2: isn't it crazy? And then they used to have like this crazy, crazy good wide receiver last season or something
3: like that. Am I remembering yeah. that correctly? Yeah, I think yeah. he went
0: to a I think he went to a team in the AFC East, but we're not gonna talk about them, right, Sean?
3: <laughs> oh, he's uh we're about to see some good things, I think. We got a strong arm with it. All right. Not I'm like Kirk on. Cousins.
2: Honestly, I'm kind of excited for that tandem. Like he was doing like Kirk, like Josh L was doing his thing last season with like scrub with like scrub with a scrub Scru- receiving I was. So like you- <laughs> So you just made an actual like deep threat oh like an actual route runner? Oh my god, it's about to be over It's
3: about to be nineteen ninety three <laughs> up in here. <laughs> oh, oh,
2: no. I am a, I am a I am a Canes fan, so if if he's gonna bring back, you know, the kelly on at least a little like kelly i'm happy to see that
3: oh baby i hope so <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right we're gonna move on to one more deal before we get to our picks for the week the rams another team with apparently seamless ends of money that they can spend have locked up wide receiver cooper cup to a three-year extension worth up to 48 million dollars of course up to means with incentives so i'm not really sure of all the money right now but let's this obviously isn't as interesting to a lot of people so what we're going to do is we're going to give our thoughts and give your grade on the cooper cup deal sean i'm gonna let you go first what do you think of rams and cup signing an agreement and then what do you think of the deal what's your letter grade for the deal
3: i think it's uh they have to keep this tandem going like we talked on the last pod they're all in this year like they want to win so they're just mm-hmm. spending all their money whatever happens next year is that's future problems. This is this year, they are signing Cooper Cup. He's got a great thing going with Goff, so I think it's it's a B plus The deal it's a pretty expensive down the road for them, but it's a good fit right now. Okay, Caleb? Okay.
1: Man, hold <laughs> on. Me, I don't want to get started on the Rams. Actually, yes, I do. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's go in. Here we go. I, why, why <laughs> You know what? I, I'm going to give this grade a I'm going to give this grade a B plus for the Rams. And I'll tell you why, because I you've got to keep Cooper Cup. You do. You have to keep him in there. The Rams better go out and perform this season. And here's here's a take. I don't think they're going to. But the, what are you doing? You were throwing money at every single player on your roster. I don't understand where this money's coming from. I don't understand what you're doing. <laughs> you better hope that Jared Goff does something. Because, my God, like it, this could get real bad real fast for the Rams. I'm uh, ready for I it. I imagine it. Personally speaking, in my personal opinion,
2: I think I see this move as them just committing to Jared Goff, and I don't know if that's really the vibe we're trying to do, or that's really what like, <laughs> really looks like the best move out there.
1: So it's a move, like, though. It is a, it's it's, a move. Wow. It is a move. move. So, but yeah, the, but there is money being here. exchanged. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah. So I sit here and I look at this move. And then
2: I'm like, oh my god! It's like it's like when you're it's like when you see your boy like engaged, like get engaged to like that really trash girl. You're like, yo, I want you to be happy, and I see why you're doing this. But like, let's think up like on the long term here. And like, I understand why you have to do it, and I understand why it's a smart move. But I just uh, I don't know if it's gonna be the best move in the long term.
0: Okay, so what's your letter grade, Marcus? I'll give it a B D-. minus. Li- I, I like I like
2: I like the player. I, I like the player. I just don't like the. I just don't like the
3: Rams. I just you don't like the quarterback. <laughs> yeah, would you have a quick Jared Goff tangent? Me? Uh, it's, it's Ken, sure. No. Like, have you guys ever seen the YouTube video of like where they take a pro and take them down to like college and then they like yeah. try out for a college? Did you see the Jared Goff one? Yeah, That's I saw crazy. that. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, yo, they were he looked great, man, bro. <laughs> He looked great, and then you're like, Oh, yeah, that's like D3. Yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's <laughs> like, or like, Oh yeah. my god, it's Jared Goff.
2: And I'm like, Yo, I'm like, Alabama, I'm like, Alabama players wouldn't give a fuck about Jared Goff if he came in keep like, Okay,
0: <laughs> what's up? <laughs> <laughs> uh, exactly, they'd be like, This kid, nah, no nah, you get back, you're in the back of the line. No, <laughs> yo, they'd be like, Yo, they'd be like, Yo, are you the
2: redshirt freshman? What are you doing? Like, Come on, right?
0: <laughs> who are you? Just, just never forget the immortal moment in Hard Knocks where Jared Goff wasn't necessarily sure where the sun rose and set. So that's all I'll leave at that. Uh, <laughs> Cooper Cup, three years, $48 million for the Rams. I'm going to give it a C plus. Okay. I, I I agree that you have to keep them. They've had a really nice rapport when Cup was out. Obviously, the Rams were affected when he's in there. It makes look a difference. so bad. They, 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 they looked bad so bad last season when he was are out. Bad. But... <laughs> But that happens. I mean, sometimes not your number one receiver develops a rapport with the quarterback. Again, without knowing the total money, up to forty-eight million dollars, it could basically be like a three-year, thirty-million-dollar deal just with a ton of incentives. But I'm going to give it a C plus just because, as much as Sean talked about how the Rams are all in this year, you cannot avoid the future. Like it is staring at us in the face. So
3: hell the yeah, fact it is
0: money coming down sure? the line. Are we sure there is one? Uh, well that's a whole other pod uh, so that's a whole other pod about the future but again i mean they're trying to get this team in the right state of mind giving money away always helps but i i don't know it just doesn't seem like the smartest deal to do on the eve of the season i i don't know i never heard any rumblings about it which is fine but again it just seems like kind of a you're taking care of your own, but did you really need to take care of them like that? Like you can buy your mom and dad a car, but you don't have to buy them a Mercedes. You can buy them a Buick and that's okay. And it just seems like the Rams bought him a Mercedes when they didn't have to. But again, that's my opinion. So I'll give him a C plus now to the picks. We are going to do picks every week. Hopefully we can do a pod. If we can't, then everybody will have to submit their picks. Even the, uh, the MIA Caleb Gallion will have to submit his picks. So we're going to do this throughout the season. Obviously, Thursday Night Football happened, so the te- season technically started, but we're okay with that. We're gonna we're mm-hmm. gonna move on. And I mean, this, honestly, we we we're all picking the Chiefs, Chiefs anyway. We all pick yeah, we Chiefs anyways. The Chiefs, so we'll, we'll, we'll,
2: yeah, we'll Yo, keep it I feel so bad for Deshaun Watson, guys. Like I love Deshaun. Like uh-huh. I do too, but um, I love Deshaun Watson, I bro. I just wish I just wish man could get like a competent coach.
0: I, I posted. I posted in the in the Ringer group that we're in. I said, I wonder if Phil O'Brien knew that he didn't have to run a 1930s Ivy League playbook through the mm-hmm. first three quarters because that's really what it was. It was terrible. It was so bad. Um, but we're not here to rehash the past. We're here to talk about the future. The future being tomorrow, week one of the NFL. So okay. we're going to go through and do our picks. These are not with the spreads. We are doing these straight pick'ums. Call us cowards if you want. It was my decision. I'm the oldest. I made an executive decision, and you guys can eat it. So wow. we are going to start, we are going to start with <laughs> week one. Whoa, 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 whoa! There's three week ones. Get him, Caleb. On. Tell me how get all this is racist. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> this is
2: because the, the black guy wanted wanted to do the spread.
3: Thank you. Oh, wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. Some of the other ass who just said thank you, and he's white last time I checked. So don't tell me um, that I'm not just, a, Not on not not
2: the inside. My race. Ooh, no. Yo,
0: Caleb... Joe, Joe,
2: Joe, Joe. Caleb is allowed to the cookout, unfortunately, and it pains me to say that, but if Caleb but did come, the- come to the cookout... Know,
0: Just because he's a lot at the cookout doesn't mean he gets to throw one on his own. All right. That's a (laughs) whole. All right. Got you, dog. We're (laughs) we're on the picks. Week one, first game the Seattle Seahawks at the Atlanta Falcons at one o'clock. Marcus, who do you got? Seahawks versus the Falcons?
2: Bro, Bro, there's only one dirty bird, bro. That's Russell Wilson. All right. Yeah, so no, I have to okay. see. Actually, hold up, pause, time oh run that shit back, run that shit back. I forgot. <laughs> oh, and this is just. I'm just saying this to make myself feel better as well, guys. But I went to high school with Calvin Ridley, so we're gonna oh. give it to the. We're going to the Falcons.
0: You are insufferable. You know that. <laughs> 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 All right, Caleb, Seattle and Atlanta. Who are you taking?
1: Well, Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley play for the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> they went to Alabama, but that oh. is irrelevant because I'm taking the Seattle Seahawks and Russell Wilson. Give me give me the Seahawks. Oh.
0: God, I totally forgot about the Alabama stuff. This is going uh, to be nine you hours long. You picked literally the worst two people to do this with. You know that, right? I know. I should have kicked you guys off. I should have just done it, but it's alright. Sean, Seattle and Atlanta.
3: Who do you have? I gotta go with Seattle. Russell Wilson in the dome, just running around.
1: Yep. Welcome to the Thunder
3: All dome.
0: Right. All right, I'm going to take the Atlanta Falcons because I think Todd Gurley is going to try and get the ball early. I think Seattle coming across country and everything going on with being stuck in their hotels is going to be different. And everybody knows Atlanta has a pull that some players just can't resist. Uh, I picked Atlanta to be a really bad team last year. I don't think they're be great this year, but I think they're going to pull an upset on the road or an upset at home with Seattle traveling cross country on the road. So I'm going to take the Atlanta Falcons. So the next game, the New York jets at the Buffalo bills. So we'll start with Sean, since this is your favorite team and that's not the jets, that's the Bills. So I guess
3: it's, just right. Buffalo. It's yeah, just <laughs> Buffalo. It's no brainer. Yeah. <laughs> Orchard Park, Buffalo, they're doing it.
1: Caleb, who do you take? Yeah, I'm also taking Buffalo. I just, uh, I don't think, the Jets, I think, could have a decent defense. I don't think they're going to be able to put up points on Buffalo or on anybody this season, so give me the bills. Marcus? Adam
2: Gase is a fucking moron. <laughs> That's all I got to say on that. <laughs> okay,
0: so I'm going to pencil Marcus in for Buffalo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Next. Next, we have the Chicago Bears at the Detroit Lions, and if I'm not mistaken, oh. I believe somebody on this pod, when we did our uh, our division previews, called for the Detroit Lions to win the NFC North, and I believe he's on the pod today. So we're gonna start with him, Caleb. Yo, Caleb, up? what kind of what kind of toxic ass <laughs> take is that? <laughs>
1: I would like to. I would like to on this pod. I would like to pick the Detroit Lions in this game, and I would also like to double down on them winning the <laughs> NFC North. Wow! Oh, oh, going all in. All right. Well, also, um, I I would like. I would like to also note oh that last week on Bill Simmons' podcast, Bill Simmons also <laughs> picked the Detroit Lions to win the Dude. NFC North two months after I had done this. Just throwing it out there.
0: Listen, just so we're aware, the Ringer has stolen plenty of content from Adam Bro, Mounds, the Ringer Ringers so all our takes, Caleb. <laughs> oh, dude, They
1: literally, they literally put my stuff on Twitter like three months ago, four months ago. I know it's all like, right. Listen, without them, we're not
0: here, so it's okay.
1: I love them. The Ringers, the, the Ringer. Shout out to the Ringer. Bill Simmons, hire me, hire all of us. Let's do this. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm ready.
2: Coffee, bro. I got no shame in my game.
0: Okay, Marcus, Chicago and Detroit. Who are you thinking?
2: Oh man, it, it really all yo. Who's starting? Trubisky or Foles? Trubisky, Trubisky is the starter. Trubisky starting? Oh
3: shit! How pod? Honestly, fuck it. Well, guess we'll give it to Detroit. Wow. All right. <laughs> Sean, uh, it's Detroit because Mitchell Trubisky starting. Yeah. <laughs> like I said on the last pod. Stop
2: it. I, uh, I am. That's what, I am that's, also, like my, that's what my first question was. I was like, "Yo, who's starting? Maybe, maybe, maybe Big Nick Nick will come out, but like, oh, oh, Mitch? Oh, nah, nah, no, nah, that's okay. I am Dave also. Uh, yeah,
0: I am also picking the Detroit Lions. Trey, when you listen to this later and have to edit it, I'm sorry none of us picked the Bears, but, you know, you get it. You understand.
1: <laughs> it's a mixed thing. No, no, hey, this is funny. This is funny. I, should, I was doing I was doing a parlay, and I asked him who I should pick, and he looked at me, and he said, just take the Lions. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I, I will, will see. This, this pick is actually more about Stafford than it is about Trubisky. I think Stafford coming back healthy this year that offense has a chance to be really good, even though the defense is suspect. So also,
1: it, I also know uh, Quinn and Mack have been limited with injuries in practice this week, so they're not going to be 100%. And if they cannot rush Matthew Stafford, he's going to sit there and pick them apart.
0: Exactly. So that's, that's, that's why. And we definitely don't want to spend any time on the Bears because, you know, who does? So we're going to move well, on to our thanks. next game <laughs> Well, we're, this is another one of our favorites. Marcus is Green Bay Packers versus the Minnesota Vikings. So, Marcus, we'll let you lead this off. Who are you taking between Green Bay and Minnesota? As – oh, man.
2: I can't believe I'm about to fucking say this. Um, but I'm saying I'm going to go with the Vikings, actually.
0: Whoa. All right.
2: All right. And the reason is, I just feel like our defense, granted, it is better and as it has been in you know a lot of seasons, but um, I still think it's still suspect. I feel so. I still think it's kind of suspect, and I just, um, I still don't see this being a good year, honestly, boys. Sean, uh,
3: I'm gonna go three days. I think Rogers is gonna pick apart uh, Minnesota. He's coming. I think he's pissed off this year.
0: Okay. Caleb, who you got? Minnesota Green Bay.
3: Oh, I 100%
1: have Green Bay. I think Minnesota is going to have a really bad season, actually. And I think Aaron Rodgers, I agree. I agree with Sean. I think that Aaron Rodgers is going to be angry and trying to prove a point this season. So give me the Packers.
0: All right. I can't believe this is going to happen. We're going to have three people agree. And Marcus's favorite team, he did not pick. I'm going to pick Green Bay, but my reasoning is real simple the Neil Hunter we talked about it on the pod the other night Sean the Neil Hunter is out they did trade for Ndokwe which is fantastic but I really wanted him matched up with Hunter on the ends to to bring pressure on Rodgers and the rest of the quarterbacks with him gone I think you are going to allow that offense in its second year to improve some of the running game the wide receivers I know they're not as good as people expect but I think Rodgers is going to come out in week one and really tear things up. Our next game is the Miami Dolphins versus my New England Patriots. Dolphins. (laughs) 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 Um, We'll start off with Marky, so I guess. (laughs) How's everything going there? Tua.
2: You, you, even even though he even though I know he's not starting, still, bro, his drip, bro, his just confidence <laughs> is just being on the sideline is gonna make Fitzpatrick play somewhere better, bro. I feel it, bro. I, I, I'm holding it down, bro. I'm, I'm holding it down to the Dolphins, bro. And even when they were even last season, they were always competitive when they came out, and that's what made their games really enjoyable. So now that I mean, I still believe in Devonte Parker. I still believe in their secondary. Um, I just I, I got the fins.
0: I can't believe I'm going to this back-to-back. Caleb, who do you have?
1: Oh, I this you're going to be uh, pleasantly surprised with this one, Joe. I have uh, New England, and I'll tell you why. If Tua was starting this game, I would be picking the <laughs> Miami Dolphins. But oh, my, he's not. I'm Here's what, and I'm, I, I am not betting against Bill Belichick with something to prove, with Cam Newton, with an entire offseason to be ready for this against the Miami Dolphins, there's not a chance in hell I'm betting against him. Give me the Patriots, comfortably.
0: All right, Sean, what's your I thought you
2: were going to be spicy with me, Caleb. What happened?
3: (laughs) Caleb remembers that uh, Miami ruined New England's playoffs last year. They are the reason they had to play the Titans. So I'm going to go with New England. Belichick's absolutely going to destroy Flores. He's like, no, sir, you are my assistant.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, wait a minute. He doesn't get called out for the racist stuff whenever Flores is black, but I do when Caleb's white. This seems a little messed up. But it's Bill. Are are
1: you Bill Belichick? (laughs) Hey, Marcus, shut up. Uh, See, now you're telling the, the black person to shut up. What is this? Joke?
0: Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man, oh, man. Why did I schedule this call? Why uh, <laughs> no. thank you for making my honor. Why did I schedule this call? I'm also taking... yourself, dog. No. I'm also taking the New England Patriots. I think... The offense is going to come out with some wrinkles that obviously you didn't see last year with Brady. I think a healthy Cam Newton, at least for week one, makes a huge difference. Their offensive weapons are still limited. They have some guys banged up. Damian Harris, who's a, a running back in his second year, who I thought was going to make a big difference, hurt his hand, oh, so he's gonna be out for the game. So it's it's gonna be a little bit closer than people expect. Fitzpatrick is literally the the biggest boomer bust player in the history of the NFL. So he might throw for 500 yards or he might throw four interceptions. I don't know. (laughs) But I just think New England has something to prove after the way last year ended and with obviously Brady leaving town. So I think New England's going to try and really establish something on the ground and in the intermediate game and just really try and pound the ball. I could see this being one of those games where they try and hold on to the ball for close to 35, 40 minutes. So we'll see what happens. But I'm taking the New England Patriots. The next game the Philadelphia Eagles versus the Washington football team. And we can actually call them that because guess what? That's actually their name. So that name is not racist because
3: it's, it's not weird. racist. That's right. Uh, Sean, who's your pick? It's Philadelphia, uh, Washington. It's a nice story with Alex Smith, but they're not going to be very good this year. So it's just Philadelphia.
1: Okay. Yeah, I'm taking the Eagles, and I think that this might be a closer game than people are thinking. I think Washington's defense is really good, but I think Washington's offense is going to be fucking lethargic, and just give me the Eagles. Okay, Marcus, I picked the Eagles,
2: but I honestly don't think it's going to be a pretty match. I don't think it's going to be a pretty game at all. No, <laughs> like I, with I, just would just as like you said as lo- as lackluster as the pack as um what is that as the Washington football team I almost said the wrong name um looks on offense <laughs> and just how and like I'm sorry but the Eagles last year just looked so bad and I knew it was like who's worse in the NFC East between them and the Cowboys and I know the Cowboys looked worse than they did you know based on the record but they did not look good either in, in any way shape or form
0: well Philadelphia last year had a lot of injuries, especially a wide receiver. If I'm not mistaken, yeah. <laughs> I, believe, I believe Wentz threw for 4,000 yards with no wide receiver getting over 500. So that's, that's kind of insane. Uh, I'm going to pick Washington here. I think Washington has a chance to have a top five defense. They have Montez Sweat. They have Chase Young out of Ohio State. They have the pieces to build something. Uh, Dwayne Haskins, I'm not sure, is the quarterback of the future. He's starting this game. Terry McLaurin is going to have a hard time with Darius Slay, but they just had to move Jason Peters, who they brought in to play guard. They had to move him back to left tackle. Jason Peters is my age. Now, he's a little bit more athletic, but he's my age. I How old think are you? you can have- I'm 38. Mm-hmm. So I could see Carson Wentz having a lot of problems getting chased around the pocket alshon jeffrey is still banged up for them they don't have the great wide receivers like they did a couple years ago so i think this could be a trap game i think philly could get knocked off here so i'm gonna go ahead and pick the washington football team which in no way shape or form allows me to endorse racism or support dan snyder before that's thrown out there you assholes
2: (laughs) so Uh, we're gonna move on to the next game wait you're a dan snyder fan yeah
1: I yeah, know you I'm, you not, support I'm not, not Snyder. No, <laughs> no,
0: no, no, we're moving on. We're moving on. I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> hey, we have <laughs> we have the, we have the newly minted Las Vegas Raiders at the Carolina Panthers. So actually I'm gonna go ahead and start this one. I'm gonna go ahead and, and take Las Vegas, even though I think they're not gonna be very good this year. Carolina is going through a lot. I think McCaffrey could put up a lot of yards for Carolina. I don't know if Bridgewater, to start the season, is going to be the guy. I think he could fit into that offense really well. I think Las Vegas is going to come out slinging the ball. They With Josh Jacobs last year and then with the first-round receiver this year, they're trying to really build something. Their first-round picks last year, they had three of them. All three of them hit in some form or another. So I think Vegas could start out strong, even though I don't think they're going to be good throughout the whole year. But I'm going to take Las Vegas here. So, Caleb, how about you? What do you think, Las Vegas or Carolina?
1: Oh, I'm definitely taking Las Vegas. Uh, Josh Jacobs is a stud. Uh, Henry Ruggs is going to give them another level on their in their wide receiving core. And I th- I trust I, – I don't know why I'm saying this, but I trust Carr's continuity more than I trust uh, Bridgewater coming into a new system. So give me the Raiders. Hey, where did Henry Ruggs play college ball at? He bam.
0: actually He played at Bama baby. Woo! See, look at that. Look how nice I am to give that to you. Sean, who are you taking? Las Vegas and Las Vegas and Carolina.
3: I'm taking Las Vegas because of the continuity issues. Carolina's got a new QB head coach and two new coordinators. So I'm gonna go ahead and just take Las uh, Vegas because they're all from last year. Okay. Marcus?
2: Vegas, just for the reasons everyone else is saying, like they're literally. I'm not saying that Carolina is going to be bad, but I don't think they're going to be good just yet. It's going to take a little bit while for the ball to start rolling. But so um, yeah.
0: Yep. All right, let's move on to our next game. Again, still at one o'clock games. I can't believe the NFL keeps doing this, but sacking the one o'clock slate. The Indianapolis Colts at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Let's start off with Sean this time. Sean, who are you taking? Indiana, Jacksonville.
3: Uh, Indianapolis. Jacksonville is an absolute mess. They're a dumpster fire, so they're I, they're not going to win many games this year, anyways. Not this one. <laughs> okay,
0: uh,
2: Marcus. I'm going to pick Indiana, and the re- and my reason is I want you to walk me through how Jacksonville could win the game. <laughs> if you can walk <laughs> me through it effectively, I'll change my answer.
0: Um. They could win it by a plane crash of the Indianapolis Colts flying to Jacksonville, and then Jacksonville would win the game by default. Other than that, I don't see it happening. So does that answer your question? Thank you very much. Okay. Uh, As you can tell, I'm also picking the Indianapolis Colts. Caleb, I saved you for last because of our wonderful preview that we did earlier this offseason and your love fest for Phillip Rivers. Please... Tell me you're picking Jacksonville.
1: Well, I, uh, I'm actually not picking Jacksonville. I no. think, I know, I know I'm, I'm it's surprising. <laughs> I honestly think that India, like, here's the thing. Philip rivers is going to have a good season cause he's not going to be asked to do too much. The Colts have an incredible offensive line. They're going to absolutely pound the rock with fucking Marlon Mack and Jonathan Taylor Philip Rivers is just going to have to make the right plays, but he's not going to be forced to do everything. Like I, That's why I think Rivers is going to have a great season. So give me the Colts in this game. Is Philip Rivers
0: going to be to the Indianapolis Colts this year as to what Peyton Manning was his last year in Denver? He's going to let the complimentary players carry the team and Rivers get
1: a lot of the credit? I, I think that it could be a similar situation. Because no it's because um, Philip Rivers is also being reunited with his old offensive coordinator from whenever he was in San Diego. I just think it's going to be a familiar situation. He's not going to have to throw for 400 yards a game. He's just going to have to be a glorified game manager, really. And I think it's going to work out well.
0: Okay. Let's move on to our last 1 o'clock game of the Sunday schedule, the Cleveland Browns versus the Baltimore Ravens. Marcus, we're going to start with you this time. Who you got? Big trust. Um, No, definitely. I'm,
2: I'm definitely picking the Ravens because why would you ever want to bet against Lamar Jackson? Stuart, are you
0: stupid? <laughs> well, just keep in mind that last year, Cleveland did beat Baltimore in one of their games, so... Just letting you know that. Again? (laughs) Big (laughs) drop. All right.
3: Uh, Sean, you want to go next? Cleveland at Baltimore? I'm going to go with uh, Marcus there and take Baltimore because Lamar Jackson is going to be awesome coming out of the gate. I think he's going to have another great year, and he's got some more great running backs.
1: All right. Caleb, Baltimore and Cleveland? I'm going to take uh, Baltimore because they're playing Cleveland. <laughs> Cleveland's going to find a way to ruin the season. I don't know how, but they, th- that roster is extremely talented. But um, Baker Mayfield is kind of a dumpster fire, in my opinion. And I think, the, give me the Ravens. Give me the reigning MVP. Just, it's it's too simple.
0: I'm not sure why you would think a team where a player last year assaulted another player with a helmet and in the offseason, we found out that the number one wide receiver should really be a number two, that you think the Cleveland Browns <laughs> might be a dumpster fire. So,
2: yo, I'm, I'm, I'm going to find Odell. I'm going to get Odell to come on here after all that shit you're talking,
0: bro.
3: <laughs> oh, he loves shit talk. Free so, <laughs> Oh, I'm
0: well, also going to take Baltimore. My bad. My <laughs> bad. <laughs> 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 oh when the light finally clicks that's perfect that's so good uh, um, i'm gonna think baltimore i think that they could actually maybe run for 250 yards in this game but now that i say that i actually think that he could throw for 350 or 400 there two two of their starting corners have been declared out for the game safety grant delpit who they took in the second round ended up hurting him getting hurt and missing the whole season. So right now the Cleveland secondary is about as talented as the four people on this pod put together. So I think that they could be run over and thrown all over. Do not be surprised if in the fourth quarter, you see a lot of RG three in this game for Baltimore. Cause I think this could get ugly real fast.
2: Are you saying, so are you saying we're not talented?
0: Uh, let's just say none of us are going pro right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the L.A. Chargers at the Cincinnati Bengals. I think this could be a good one. So I'm going to go ahead and lead off. I'm actually going to take Cincinnati in this one. I I believe that they have enough talent on offense to compete with a good portion of the league, including the Chargers, who I really like on offense. But I think Cincinnati still has a little bit left on that defense of the defensive line to try and come after them. Obviously, you the Chargers have Bosa and Ingram. They lost Derwin James for the year, but I'm not sold on Tyrod Taylor. I'm a little bit more sold on Joe Burrow, AJ Green, Tyler Boyd, and Joe Mixon. So I'm gonna take Cincy in in this game. Yeah. So Marcus, Cincy in the Chargers. Who you got? I uh, got Cincy,
2: bro. It's just like um. And I also have, like, I just trust Joe Mixon more. I trust Austin Eckler. I trust her defense a lot more. And and at the end of the day, I think Joe, I honestly think Joe Burrow's, like, NFL ready. Like, if he was to start a game, like, if you put him on the field, he's going to succeed.
0: Yep.
1: Caleb? I am also taking Cincinnati. I think Joe Burrow is going to come out and put on a show um the chargers are without derwin james they have tyrod taylor starting uh, god knows what that's gonna look like um <laughs> i i think joe burrow is the better quarter nfl quarterback in this game and he hasn't even played a snap yet
0: all right sean
3: I agree with everybody. Cincinnati. What's the over/under on when John Ross breaks one down the field and Joe Burrow hits him for like 60 yards?
0: I'm not sure because I think if John Ross runs more than 20 yards at a time, he tears something. So I'm not sure what the over/under on that is. But I'll look into that for you. I'll, I'll message you okay the game of the week in a lot of people's opinions up next the premier game on fox at 425 eastern standard time before i move on to this i have a question for sean and caleb is joe burrow older or younger than our mr marcus wilson he's older older marcus how old are you
2: <laughs> i am 24 i'm 24 years old
3: oh
0: joe, he's younger joe, Bur- joe burrow is 25 years old Joe Burrow will be starting his first NFL game, and he is older than our Marcus Wilson. So, yeah, keep that in mind. Anyway, back to Tampa Bay and New Orleans. This is maybe the most hyped game of the week. I mean, there's a lot of interesting ones we've talked about. We've talked about in other pods. We've talked about privately. This is obviously the one that's (coughs) going to get the most eyeballs. Tampa Bay with Tom Brady at quarterback. New Orleans trying to get out the last little bit of what drew b Brees has in him this is at new orleans 425 caleb lead us off who are you taking
1: i am taking the tampa bay buccaneers i don't oh, think okay. that tom brady is going to come out in this game and do anything less than be spectacular i think he's coming out to prove a point in week one Give me Tampa Bay. I, Drew Brees looked bad the last time we saw him. I know Brady didn't look great, but he was throwing to Subway employees. So <laughs> having actual weapons in New England is I mean, in Tampa Bay is going to be great for him. And I think that him and Bruce Arians are going to scheme some stuff up and get it done against the Saints.
0: Get it done. Uh, Sean?
3: Uh, I agree with Caleb. It's going to be Tampa Bay. Uh, Tom Brady's probably had like 20 illegal workouts this off season, so they're going to be all insane. That's a very low number. <laughs>
0: <laughs> What's the over under on uh, that? Oh, it's it's 30. It's at least 30.
1: Oh, give me the over. <laughs> I'm going. I want the over on that. Oh,
0: <laughs> That's. Uh, <it. laughs> Oh, only City. 30? I don't know. I'm just throwing the number out there. <laughs> no, because, like... I don't know. Have, uh, Caleb, have Caleb calls Bookie. I don't know. What, what are you... Doing? Yo, because, oh, honestly, that, that, that needs to be, like, at
2: least, like, 41-42 for that to <laughs> even be, for that to even be, like, a decent bet for even worth uh, taking, because it's definitely be the over. Um, so, personally, I just think with all the offensive pieces that they have, I just... I'm sorry. I just can't bet against Brady. Like,
0: um, I, I
2: just can't. The man's the evil genius. Brady
3: in a dome.
0: It is Brady in a dome. Believe the it or not, dome. Brady, Brady has not always played the best in domes at times. I love Tom Brady. I love his 19 years that he had with the Patriots, his six Super Bowl titles. But he's going to lose <laughs> tomorrow. The New Orleans Saints are going to beat them. Mike Evans is questionable and actually doubtful at this moment right now with a hamstring injury. I do think that this offense is going to resemble a Brady-led offense and not a Byron Leftwich slash Bruce Arians offense. I think right now Leftwich is unfortunately a faux offensive coordinator and Arians is a guy who's just going to let Brady do what he does which I think they can put up a lot of points, but we talked about New Orleans having Alvin Kamara. They have invested in that defense the last couple of years. You get a player like Malcolm Jenkins, who even though he's at the end of his, towards the end of his career, is a stalwart on that back end. They're not going to allow a bunch of dumb plays. I wouldn't think Michael Thomas. I'm not sure if the the, um, Buccaneers have anybody to cover him. So I'm going to take New Orleans at home, beating Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So, I win either way. (laughs) So, our next game is also at 425. It is the Arizona Cardinals at the San Francisco 49ers. Remember last year, San Francisco made it to the Super Bowl and actually held a double-digit lead in the Super Bowl. So, Marcus, we're going to lead you off this time. Arizona at San Francisco.
2: I'm going to go with the, um, the Niners, but I think it's going to be a closer game than a lot of people expect. I expect it to be a really good game. Okay. I, um, yeah, I just think that defense is way too established, but um, I can't wait to see DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray together. I think that shit's going to be—I think that Tams is going to be super-duper fierce, and it's going to be super-duper— I feel like they're going to light it up tomorrow, but I still got to go with the Niners.
3: Okay. Sean? I'm going to go with Arizona because I think that they're going to put up more points because I'm, yeah, exactly. Hopkins and Murray are going to be amazing and I think they're going to just put up more points than than San Francisco. I think they can stop them on the run.
0: All right. I'm going to go. I'm also going to take Arizona. I really like what they're doing on offense with Kenyon Drake and like you said, Hopkins, Christian Kirk, things of that sort. They invested, obviously, in defense the first round of the draft this year. I think they're going to be better. Right now, San Francisco is getting ready to call Marcus to play wide receiver because they have so many banged-up players. So I don't think that they're going to be able to open up that offense as much. Obviously, Kittle is always dangerous. but Let, let the record show that I do
2: have hands, though. So if you are listening <laughs> to this and you do want to take a chance on me, please.
0: <laughs> we're not <I> just say? <laughs> I, I just said, though, you're about ready to get called. I wasn't slamming you. You got talent, I know. So, I, I, again, I just think Arizona San Fran, I can see both teams scoring close to 30, if not over, just because I think that could happen. And San Francisco has a talented defense. Some of those points could come off of turnovers. Caleb, who do you got?
1: I'm taking Arizona in this game as well. Um Arizona was in a lot of games last year, and Kyler Murray didn't have DeAndre Hopkins. He's going to have him outside the numbers to just absolutely torch people. And I think Arizona could actually surprise a lot of people this year, um, and I'm taking them to win tomorrow against San Francisco. I'm not sure how much I trust that offense, especially with what you mentioned with everybody being injured. Um, I just, yeah, give me, give me Arizona.
0: All right. We're going to move on to the primetime Sunday night game. The Dallas Cowboys at the Los Angeles Rams opening up the new $4 billion SoFi Stadium for the first time with absolutely no fans in it, which is always nice. Before we get to this game, there are the wildfires out in California. Both the 49ers and Rams are playing. They are monitoring stuff up to the minute with air quality. I haven't heard about anything getting moved. But if you do watch those games, I think you might see a big difference. So just keep that in mind. It's 2020. Things are kind of crazy. So back to the game. Dallas Cowboys, Los Angeles Rams. Let's start with Caleb this
1: time. Caleb, who you got? Oh my god. Um, I have to pick this game. So give, Dallas is the much better team. I don't like either team, but Dallas is going to win this game. I think the Rams are going to be one of the most disappointing teams in the NFL this season, and I think it starts tomorrow. Well, thank god they didn't spend a shit ton
0: of money on contracts this offseason. Oh, wait. Never mind. They did. Uh, <laughs> Marcus, what do you got? Do I have to pick? I mean... I could pick for you. Oh fuck. Um, we I'm always, just gonna pick a. Oh uh,
2: sure. man, this is so <laughs> bad. I guess I'm gonna go with the mother trucking um, Rams. I don't know. I just, I just, wow, I just, I just, okay. I, just I, I just can't. I literally, I can't pick the Cowboys to win anything. I, I've never wished a team could go 0 and 16 except for the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> Like every single year, every <laughs> single year when I find out the Cowboys lose one at least win one game, I get I get nauseous. I get extremely pissed off.
0: All right, Sean, LA Rams, Dallas Cowboys,
3: the battle of apparently hatred from everybody. Who you got? <sighs> I gotta go Rams. I didn't wanna pick. I both teams need to win this game for different reasons, but You don't want
2: to pick a winner out of it, bro. Like, like you feel, like, dirty as fuck after picking a
0: winner. Like, ew. (laughs) No matter who who you pick to win this game, they're all losers.
3: (laughs) That's fair.
2: Thanks, Joe. I needed that.
0: (laughs) Sorry, Sean. You were finishing up on your thoughts. Why why'd you pick the Rams?
3: They just have to win. It's a new stadium, so they're gonna go all out. Um That's it. Yeah, and I don't want to pick Dallas. <laughs> I just don't.
0: <laughs> I Dang. I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback off that final thought of yours. I hate that I'm picking this. I'm gonna pick the Dallas Cowboys and I Ugh. hate picking the Dallas Ugh. Cowboys. The only reason I'm picking the Dallas Cowboys is because can you tell me who the other corner opposite Jalen Ramsey is? By that awkward silence, I'm going to say that you can't. His name is Troy Hill, and guess what? You're going to see him get beaten up Sunday night because they have three, obviously, talented wide receivers. I'm not sold on Cooper being a number one, but if C.D. Lamb is your guy and Cooper is your number two and you have Michael Gallup, you're going to spread the ball. You're going to open that up. Donald's going to have to chase Zeke Elliott, which I think he can do, but let's see what happens. Sean Lee is out. Their linebackers seem to be healthy for Dallas. I just don't think that the Rams' offense is going to be where it needs to be to start the season, and I can see Dallas putting up a lot of points and a lot of yards. And uh, excuse me, Caleb, what was that that
1: you were saying? Oh, I also had a note about the last game. Kenyon Drake is doing a lot for uh, Arizona. He's an Alabama guy. And Amari Cooper is, a, is a, Amari Cooper is an elite wide receiver In the NFL, you were just one of the
0: best in the game, if you will. I agree. For eight games at home last year, he was one of the best wide receivers in the league. And on the eight games on the road, he disappeared more than Harry Houdini. So, let's move on to Monday night, if we have no complaints, and unless Caleb wants to start naming all players who are from Alabama, and we're going to move on.
3: Just the elite (laughs) ones. (laughs) We need to make this segment
0: at the end. No, we do not. No. Yes, we, we, do do. Not. Oh, no Honestly, we do not No. Honestly we do. We do not. No, we don't. Shut up. We don't. <laughs> Monday night, we're so lucky we get a double header for the opening week of the season. Before we get to this, yay or nay, thumbs up, thumbs down. Do you wish the NFL ran two Monday night games every week? Yes. yes. Thumbs up, thumbs
3: down. Sean Sure. I it's not really a big deal to me. I probably won't watch both of them, but you know, if it's there, it's the option. <laughs> okay, Caleb, thumbs up, thumbs down.
1: Oh, thumbs up,
3: 100. It
1: gives me uh, it gives me something to do on Mondays whenever I'm at work and I can go on break and I can watch some of the game and just yeah, I'm 100 percent with that. Marcus, thumbs up, thumbs down.
2: Indifferent, really. I'm not Ooh. big into sports gambling. I mean, like it's good to have the mm. option there, but isn't like, but isn't one of the thing isn't one of the major things. It's about only showing one thing at a time to get like the mass ratings you can and get the mass results from it.
0: Well, they are staggered. the, the, the early game starts at 7:15. The late game starts at 10:10. So they do. It's basically an East Coast and a West Coast game.
2: Yeah, I'm so sorry. Yeah, like no, again. no. You, you miss me. You, you think you think I'm watching a, a football game that starts at 10 o'clock? <laughs> nah, bro. I got a job.
0: Well, but- okay i understand that but you do know there's people on the other side of the country too right like it's not just all of us in the you eastern mean, quadrant here those
2: california people do not know- oh, actually i can't say that we need our ratings that you guys do <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: see how close you were see how close you were all right i i i, I hold hard to give the two Monday night games, a double thumbs up, especially if it gets rid of Thursday night games. I would love to see two Monday night games with Western teams being in the late slot, allowing the East Coast to watch some games and then the West Coast be able to see games at a decent hour. So moving it's going to be like
2: the Pac-12 all over again, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh we're we're gonna move on.
2: Bro another Do you segment. know how hard it was to watch like Stanford and like Oregon games, bro? They're like, Oh yeah, the game start, like, starts at eleven. I'm like, eleven and I'm like i right. been drinking all day from the games before. <laughs> you want me to stay up to eleven? Three thirty
1: in the morning and I'm watching a fucking UCLA game, it's like how is this happening?
2: <laughs> they're, they're 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 good i'm sorry yo pack pack 12 games hit though
1: yeah well i don't, well, know, I don't like, like defense, defense. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right <laughs> let's get back to picks. we love our west coast viewers please don't leave us despite what marcus said uh <laughs> pittsburgh at the new york giants the new york giants with daniel jones is the starter um with the new head coach with a, a new direction who do you guys have a win in Pittsburgh the Giants with Be- Big Ben's return? Marcus, let's lead off with you so you can apologize to our Western viewers. I did, to bro. I'm literally,
2: because the Pac-12 I is get. the only other like, college conference that matters. Um, But um, I'm going with the Giants.
3: Ooh, okay. I'm
2: going with the Giants. I like what they had. Um, Saquon was an absolute, complete, and utter stud. Last season. So if they can just build back off of that and actually have you know actual decent coaching, I think they can go really far. And also, well, this is name? Mason Rudolph. Yeah, that guy's kind of a bitch. So um, he's and that's all. <laughs> And that's and that's from the helmet thing. You literally can't pick a fight with someone, grab for someone's helmet and stuff like that. And then when you get your ass beat, cry wolf. I just don't. That's not
0: where I'm from.
2: Where I'm from, if you start a fight and then you lose your fight, you're just a double bitch. So that's just my take on it. Also,
0: I'm okay. Mason Rudolph being a double bitch and Miles Garrett being kind of a you know temporary psycho. So, uh, Sean, you surprised <laughs> by that pick. So, what's your pick of uh, Pittsburgh and the New York Giants?
3: Uh, it's Pittsburgh because of the continuity. The Giants have a new coach and no off season for him to gel with because he's not Tom Brady. He's not going to cheat. <laughs> oh, oh, oh!
0: That's all right. He's in Tampa. I don't care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay, though. He's not
2: going to cheat. But I bet you New England fans are still going to be cheaters.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, Listen, we're almost to the end here. I'm trying to hold it together.
2: Listen, Caleb, it wasn't a Giants. Brady thing. It was definitely a Belichick thing. <laughs>
1: uh caleb steelers versus giants who you got uh i've got the steelers the giants are being coached by joe judge and uh jason garrett and they have daniel jones that's not that doesn't give me a lot of confidence the pittsburgh defense led by minka fitzpatrick is really good and just i i think is gonna win this game i think Big Ben could actually have a decent game against New York, and I think the Steelers get the win. All right. I'm also going to
0: take Pittsburgh, but I think this game will be close. I think it could come down to the fourth quarter. I think the Giants are really doing something on offense. Jones can move around. They are trying to build slowly through the draft and a little bit in free agency. I'm still not sold on their defense. I think Pittsburgh can take advantage of that, although I'm not crazy about Pittsburgh's offensive weapons. I'm still not sure if Juju is a number one true wide receiver, if he can go up against those best cornerbacks, but I'm not really sure that the Giants have a really great secondary. So I think it'll be a close game, but I'm going to take Pittsburgh in that. And now to our final game of the week.
1: Oh, by the way, Minka Fitzpatrick is an Alabama guy.
0: What school did Daniel Jones go to? He went to Duke. He went to Duke. Okay, Sean. He went <laughs> to Duke. All right. Jesus, you guys. It's not like I keep on bringing up Ohio State players. Well, I mean, I counted okay, maybe a couple
3: times last pod.
0: Okay, you do that. Uh, yeah, do, do. <laughs> Yo, all
2: right, Joe, Joe. It's not. It's not our fault that your favorite player play is from the SEC. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, all right. Our last game, the AFC champion or the AFC championship game participants, the Tennessee Titans are traveling to Mile High Stadium, well actually in Power Stadium, in Denver, Colorado, to take on the Broncos. So, in our last game of the slate, who do you guys have, Tennessee at Denver? Let's go ahead and start with Caleb to finish this off.
1: Um, I think Tennessee gets the win here. Denver's Denver's defense suffered a huge loss this week when they lost Vaughn Miller. Uh, Cortland Sutton, I'm not sure what his status is for the game, but that will be a loss on offense if he's not able to play or if he's limited. I think Tennessee just keeps it simple. I think they run the football. I think they're able to expose some of the uh, gaps on the defensive line in Denver, and I think Tannehill does enough for them to get a win in
3: Mile High. All right, Sean. I gotta agree with Caleb for all those reasons. It's Tennessee because they're just better team, and it's gonna be close because it's up in a mile high stadium. But that's about it. All right, Marcus. Um,
2: before the whole Von Miller in a situation, I would have said Denver, but um, because of that, I just. It's just so hard to stop that. Like, it's so hard to stop Derrick Henry. Also a Bama guy. So Ooh. literally, literally. Just, <laughs> wow, this is really what fun. What if they
1: assist? <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, so literally the dog's saying, like, no, when you have Derrick Henry in the backfield, all you got to do is just be really like, okay, yo, do whatever you want, dog. If you just want to keep running till you get tired, go for it. And I wouldn't stop him. <laughs>
0: You were asking Caleb about the Cortland Sutton injury. The one that I saw, he had a sprained AC joint in his shoulder. There, he's questionable to play, but he's going to be limited. Right. right. So, so I think with him picking up, I think with Denver picking up Jerry Judy, that's insurance. I really like Courtland Sutton. Going? Yo, you know,
2: you know, Jerry Judy from
0: <laughs> <on him>, right. <sighs> oh, shit, you guys, I'm. But no, I'm not. I'm not even it anymore. I'm done. Uh, no, I, I really Joe, wanted to pick them. You didn't me finish. But... Why? Just,
2: just look, just 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 look where Jerry Judy grew up.
0: Can I, I guess it's close to where our Marcus Wilson lives. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I know. I know Jerry. I, I know the Judy brothers, and I also know the Ridley brothers. Not well, not like, I still call them, but like watching them Bulls play in high school is magical, sensational. Well, not Jerry because he went to Deerfield, and they're in right. Deerfield is a bunch of bitches.
0: Oh, right. I, like I said Portland sud's a little banged up. Obviously, the Von Miller loss was huge. They they apparently reached out to Clay Matthews Jr. He said he didn't want to play for them. There were reports today they reached out. He did not sign a deal. So I think Denver is in big trouble this year. So I'm going to take the Tennessee Titans. I really like what they're doing on offense. Of course, they just signed Jadavian Clowney this week. Sean and I talked about that on the pod. So I I think they're really set up for a nice run here in the AFC South. So before we go, I want everybody to go through, and I want you to pick one game that you – are calling a stone cold winner it could be any game that you chose sean i'll start with you if you don't know uh, a game i'll read you who you picked for your winners you pick i got them right Se- here oh yeah okay go ahead give me give me your uh, you pick seattle buffalo detroit green bay new england philadelphia las vegas indianapolis baltimore cinti tampa arizona the Rams, Pittsburgh, and Tennessee, give me your one
3: lock of the week. Uh, I'm going Arizona. I think Hopkins is rejuvenated with this new contract, and they're just going to light up San Francisco. Okay. Caleb, you picked Seattle, Buffalo,
0: Detroit, Green Bay, New England, Philadelphia, Las Vegas, Indianapolis, Baltimore, Cincinnati, Tampa Bay, Arizona,
1: Dallas, pittsburgh and tennessee i'm gonna pick my colts as the walk of the week they're playing jacksonville and i mean fuck it i'm gonna take my team in week one as the walk all right marcus you picked atlanta
0: buffalo detroit minnesota miami philadelphia las vegas indianapolis baltimore cincinnati tampa bay san francisco the rams the Giants and Tennessee Who's your lock of the week. Um, who did the bills play again? The bills play the jets. Oh, that, that's my lock. Okay. And me, I picked Atlanta, Buffalo, Detroit, green Bay, new England, Washington, Las Vegas, Indianapolis, Baltimore, Cincinnati, new Orleans, Arizona, Dallas, Pittsburgh, and Tennessee. And uh you guys stole my original pick and my backup pick. So I'm going to go ahead and take my underdog lock of the week. The Dolphins. The Washington football team to knock off Ooh. Philadelphia. That's my lock Ooh. of the week. I'm gonna take Washington to beat Philadelphia. So yeah, that's right. Lots of ooze. I, I, I really wanted to – I was thinking about doing a lock on the
2: Dolphins game, but I'm like, nah. And I'm like they don't need that stress to the Dolphins.
1: <laughs> if we're doing if if I'm doing an underdog lock that has not been done yet, Green Bay are two and a half point underdogs to Minnesota, and I've got that as a lock too. So,
0: Yeah, that's not bad. That's 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 good odds right there. Uh, do you guys have anything else before we go? Anything uh, anything uh, football related? Anything like that before we get to the, the meat of week one tomorrow? Um,
1: I should say because I'm not sure when the plot will go up. My first take is that the the, uh, the Chiefs, like with Clyde Edwards Hilaire, they're they've added another layer to their offense, and they they just they're terrifying, man. Yep.
3: Sean, anything Good. to add? Yeah, and they've got like a two. He can't do anything at the goal line, but then they've got the Williams brothers, I guess. <laughs> there, yeah. uh, that'll just punch it in. Like they're just amazing. Their Chiefs are just gonna run with this season, I think.
1: Yeah, I think that I honestly think the Chiefs are gonna I honestly don't see in. how they don't win the Super Bowl this season. Yeah,
2: like Mahomes gets injured gets injured. That's, that's how they the don't only, win the Super Bowl. That's literally the only way they're and not even and not even like go to the Super Bowl, but win it. Like, right,
1: like yeah. This dude is just unreal. Like I've never seen anything like this.
3: Yeah, Watson yeah. was running for his life last night. All day night. Yeah. <laughs> I, I watched Prime Peyton Manning
1: living in Indianapolis, and it's just, this is different than that, even. Like, like I, I can't explain Patrick Mahomes. Like, it's just fucking. Yep. Yo,
2: I'm telling you, that's why Shannon Sharp gave him the greatest nickname of McHomeboy.
1: Yeah.
0: McHomeboy. <laughs> My homeboy. Yeah. Homeboy. Homeboy. Marcus, any, incredible. Any, final, any final thoughts before we go into the.
2: I literally said, I really don't know how, like, the Chiefs <laughs> don't win the Super Bowl. I, I agree with you. Like, like, it's a lock. It's just a lock. Bro, yeah. Well I'm saying but the, even the system that they're in, you could put an average quarterback in there. You could put Jake you could put Easton. you could put Jacob Eastman in there and I'd be like, yo, they're one of the playoffs, bro. And they're gonna like kick ass and take names while they're there. And it's just like everything is just so orchestrated so beautifully and just like a well cogged machine. It's terrifying.
1: And then you just happen to have maybe the most talented quarterback ever in that exactly. system. exactly.
2: Yeah, literally, like, the system's beautiful itself. And, like, oh, we're literally going to give you, like, if you could take Peyton Manning and mix it with Tom Brady, here you go. That's your new quarterback. That, 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 uh, can,
1: move. that, so that you, can move. That can that move. That can move. Uh, <laughs> and, throw, and throw across his body and throw his <laughs> fucking left hand and fucking do backflips and shit. Like, the dude's with the is made in a lab, okay? <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. I, I am not
0: going to continue the jerk fest that is known as the Kansas City Chiefs on the Out of Bounds podcast. I will say, do not be <laughs> surprised. Somebody's sounds do like not, a hater. Do not, I'm not. Do not be surprised if coming out of week one, we see a lot of soft tissue injuries, and I am willing to bet that this year at least, at least two starting quarterbacks are lost for the whole season or majorities of the season. I, is I just, your, I is think it's music. I, listen, it could be. It could be. I mean, you, you, even a guy like Josh Allen, who runs and takes hits, you know, he gets knocked out. Something like that happens. You know, Cam Newton coming off injury. I just think you're going to see two quarterbacks that, when they go into week one, and fairly well-known quarterbacks, not guys like Mitch Trubisky and Gardner Minshew, that, <laughs> that they're going to get
2: knocked out.
0: That they're going to get they're going to get hurt, uh, especially early, I think. And you're going to see some backups. Three, so I hope it's true breeze. <laughs> All right. Well, if there's nothing else, I want to thank Marcus Wilson, Caleb Galleon, Sean Lawler, and myself. Thank you, everybody who listens. We've seen our numbers go up steadily, which has been so fantastic. It is great that anybody listens to us and takes the time. So I know I appreciate it. We all appreciate it. Uh, We put in the time. You guys put in the time. And on behalf of Out of Bounds, don't forget to check us out on all your podcast streaming platforms, And go to the Out of Bounds page. We're always posting stuff. And you guys have a wonderful rest of week one. And we will see you for week two.